Welcome to the Defenders Podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. <laughs> I'm Tammy. <laughs> we are back. Uh, or for first time listeners, we are here, I guess. Uh, we have arrived. <laughs> we have arrived, just as the Punisher has in our Punisher vans. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you drive, right, Tammy? Yeah, before I go murder yeah. people, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I only walk, I so I either have to jump on public transport or I have to walk away very quickly. <laughs> um, for first-time listeners, welcome to the Defense Podcast, as I said. Uh, I wanted to give a little quick intro just about the format of our show for people who have not listened before. We have covered all the Marvel Netflix shows. So if you haven't listened to those already, shame on you. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Um, you should definitely go back and listen. Uh, but this uh, podcast is what we call an intro cast, meaning um, previously we have had Three people on the podcast, three of our hosts who have not watched the series before um, and are watching one episode um, per week um, as we cover it. And then myself, who uh, the day of the release binges the entire 13 hours <laughs> and sits there twitching because of the overload of Marvelness um, and uh, <laughs> is the only one that knows what's going to happen and takes great pleasure in what everyone else predicts. Um, so that's how we run the show before. Uh, we did have um, uh, previously we've had an, another host, Robin, who um, uh, hasn't done the last couple of seasons. He wasn't able to record anymore. And two, sadly, our other two co-hosts, Matt and Mel, have also had to leave, I'm afraid. So people who've tuned in to us covering The Punisher just to listen to Matt and Mel, you're probably now going, well, I'm not listening anymore and stopping the podcast. And I'm sorry. Um Unfortunately, you can blame Twin Peaks, I think, because I think uh, Matt and Mel recording Twin Peaks covering <laughs> season three killed them uh, inside, I think. It doesn't, I don't blame them. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. I, it's I hard. think they need a break from recording. Also, Mel has a new job. Um, and Matt, Matt was doing a lot of podcasts. Yes, congratulations, Mel. So I think they're just taking a little break um, from it. Uh, so maybe they'll be back guesting. Maybe they'll be back hosting. We don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's just me and Tammy. Two were left. Now we've got to fire out. Two <laughs> win. <laughs> in a battle right the, the out. Hunger Games like explosion <laughs> sounds in the background. <laughs> um, but we will have some uh, guests joining us as well. Uh, so, in summary, I have watched all of Punisher. I watched it the day of release and the day after. And um, Tammy has only seen episode one. Yeah, and after watching the first episode, Claire, I don't know how you did it, because that was intense. That first episode. <laughs> it gets more intense, don't worry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, we also will be doing our format a little bit different for The Punisher, because um, when we started this podcast, we only got two uh, Marvel Netflix series released a year. So we would record an episode a week, which meant that we recorded, we covered the series in about three months. So it took about six months out of the year. Um, and, but now we're getting about three series a year. And it's uh, it just means that it's it takes a lot of time to record. So it's taken up nine, nine months of the year. So what we've decided to do for Punisher as a sort of tester is we are going to uh, spend one episode now covering the first episode of Punisher and then from now on um, each week we will be covering two episodes so next week we will have guests on and we will be discussing episode two and three of 
the Punisher. So if you are um, sending feedback, uh, just remember that you can do it individually for episodes and we'll read both as per episode. But that's just going to shorten it a little bit. But hopefully it means that we'll have a little bit more um you know, time to do other stuff in between, maybe some bonus episodes in between series. Um, I might be able to organize some more interviews because, um, you know, we love doing that, chatting to actors and cast and crew of the shows. Um, but yeah, and it, give, it gives us a little bit of rest, doesn't it, Tammy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just <so much. laughs> to do other awesome things that we do. <laughs> uh, so with that, I am going to uh, give you some news, Tammy. You ready? Yes, please. Okay, uh, so news I've checked today. Uh, they have finished filming Luke Cage season two. <gasps> I know, exciting. I'm, I'm melting from the hotness. um i was kind of melting uh, spoilers for punisher about the hotness of someone who will be appearing later on in this series (laughs) i know uh in other news i put this on our facebook page anyway so you might have seen it already but rob morgan a friend of the show rob morgan who uh, has been on the show twice who plays turk in uh, in pretty much yeah. most of the shows he has he's yeah. taking he's officially taken over netflix because last month he had stranger things that came out or was that this month it was around halloween wasn't it so he was in stranger yeah. things season two this week he's been in three projects released on netflix three so four crazy. projects in a month he's so I, i'm like rob so you're crazy. taking over netflix what's happening you're gonna be in everything like like, listeners, if you tune in for the next series of, uh, of Orange is the New Black, he might be playing the lead. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> the lead in a woman's prison. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be him in a wig. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rob is in um, Punisher. Uh, spoilers. And uh, no! look out for him. I won't tell you what episode. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and he's also in a film that came out called Mudbound, and he's also in Godless, which I think was released, yeah, a couple of days ago. I'm intrigued oh, so I thought I'd Godless. So. I, I've got it on my list. I haven't seen it yet, yeah, but I will, yeah, yeah. I will check it out. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was oh, a couple of things. Um, apparently, Jude Law is in negotiations to be cast in the movie of Captain Marvel, as Dr. Walter Lawson, a.k.a. Marvell. His oh. name's Marvell. Okay. I know nothing about this character, so... But I just thought I'd mention it, because that's cool. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, so, and also the last bit is uh, to mention, because sort of since we've um, finished covering Defenders, there's been a bit more news about netflix series uh, the marvel series that they're not going to be through netflix anymore they're going to move to disney on demand Boo. i think you actually know more about this than i do tammy no, i don't uh, know about that <laughs> you live next door to disney world you must know all the disney concerns. i just yeah, i just go to disney world <laughs> and ask them what is the latest gossip on, on i thought you just put like a glass to your wall and put your ear to it and you could hear all the gossip from disney world um so i think it isn't it like the end of next year they're maybe gonna I thought do it, it was. i thought it was yeah i thought everything was through the end of 2018 and then yeah they're basically just having their own streaming service. And originally, I we had discussed the Marvel series were going to stay on Netflix. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this just came out, what, last week? That they so. are going to pull them from Netflix and put them on their own streaming service. Which, from a business standpoint, is the smartest thing to do. Yeah. 
because it's going to bring people like myself at least closer to the idea of getting <laughs> the Disney streaming service. I, and I say mean, they're going to have Star Wars stuff as well. And I mean, yeah, you know, any Star Wars, they own so much. much. Exactly. And it's, you know, uh, as someone who enjoys uh, Disney Pixar films and that kind of stuff, it's always been frustrating that they mm-hmm. like will have the movies on Netflix and they won't have the movies on Netflix. Or sometimes it just doesn't um, stream on there at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, from that perspective, if you're someone who's like a big Disney Pixar fan or Star Wars or now Marvel, that's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to see some of these things. And I would think that um, in the past when they've done things like, oh, straight to DVD, like with other Disney uh, characters Mm -hmm. making their sequels straight to DVD, I would think that this is the new platform. They'll just do it straight to their streaming service. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, It'll be interesting to see kind of what happens from this. uh, Yeah. You know, um, as in how it will affect contracts with people who work for Netflix, you know, or work on the Marvel shows, but work for Netflix, um, whether they're going to then carry over when they move to, um, to Disney only or to, you know, to the Disney streaming service. Cause I hope they do. Cause there's been like amazingly talented people working, but I don't know how, you know, how much of their contract is with Marvel and how, you know, if it's with Netflix, I, I don't know. I think most people are working for Marvel, but I just hope yes. they manage to keep a lot of that talent. Cause it's so and good. I think that it's going to work like um, a station or, you know, like mm. a, a network or a, a movie uh, company where, you know, the actors will have the choice of being with that production company, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the only thing they can do. Maybe mm. they're just in a contract for that one show with the rights to potentially go into more seasons or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that way they can go, you know, like our friend who plays Turk can go and do Netflix shows as well as Marvel based shows. So. Yeah. Well, as long as he's in everything, <laughs> he deserves it. He's awesome. We love you, Rob. Yeah. Um, all right. So this week's episode, we are doing episode one of the Punisher uh, which is called 3AM, for obvious reasons, we'll get to. So with this one, um, we were going to kind of just go through a little bit the, with the characters and then talk a little bit about what happens with them in the show. It's, again, a new format. We were thinking of not running through the episodes scene by scene, but just going character by character and sort of talking through what happens with them. We might go a bit in order for this one because there's only a couple of characters introduced, like major characters, but we'll see how it goes, Tammy, won't we? For me, they're all major characters because I'm only <laughs> an episode in. So. Oh, well, Frank's not in any more episodes, so, you know, this is the only one that's in. It's kind of weird. Ooh, yeah. That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the synopsis of this episode is Frank Castle takes the law of, sorry, former Marine Frank Castle takes the law into his own hands while struggling to come to terms with his traumatic past. And this was directed by Tom Shankland and written by showrunner Steve Lightfoot. Uh, as most of the shows are, are done, they're written by the showrunner the first couple of episodes. So, uh, we're introduced to our old pal, uh, Frank, John Bernthal. <laughs> wow, yeah, we are. And it's like blood and gore. 
well, first we get, like, this imagery of him with his daughter and then him by himself, like, playing gu- the guitar, which I thought was so sad. I know, I know. And, and then it becomes all blood and gore. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like that his intro, like, ties into the end of Daredevil Season 2 because we get these, like, three scenes where he's going around, like, cleaning up yeah. the mess from the end of Daredevil Season 2. So he's hunting down the last of the dogs of hell, uh, he's hunting down the last guy from the cartel and he's hunting down the last Irish mobster. Yeah. Uh, how cool was that scene where he shot the guy in Juarez from Elton? Uh, I loved it so much um, because you hear the gunshot, but nothing happens. Yeah. And then you see it and then you they show like how far away it is and that's why it took so long yeah you know from the time you heard it to the time you see it which was just an incredible perspective it was yeah. so good so good so and smart. It's, it yeah. makes sense it's like a way he's getting around it and as someone who has crossed from el paso to juarez and back i'm like i know how far that is <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> It always makes me happy when I know some of the geography when it's in America. <laughs> um, I was not shooting Mexican cartel members at the time, by the way. Yeah, Just want right. to say. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we get a bit of gay panic in the uh, toilet scene with the Irish mobster. <laughs> Just a little bit. But they're like, oh, you guys get a room. <laughs> Calm down, guys. <laughs> Although I've told, uh, you know, uh, hetero couples the same thing, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, it's I a toilet. Everybody should be making out a, a toilet. It's a toilet. Yeah. It's where you poo. Come on. In fact, don't don't go to a room. Like, go take a shower, because gross. Take a shower before and after. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Um, so, we get to the credits after he burns his Punisher vest. Yes. What do you think of these credits? Um, so, okay, like, spoiler alert, I'm not really into guns, so. What? I know. I do live in the United States, so I should be, but I'm not. I'm in the UK, Um, I don't even know what a gun is. Exactly. Yeah, you were like, what are those strange things? What are these strange sticks with things coming out the end? (laughs) Are they? So. I don't uh, know. But I I get it for his character, so I was like, alright. Because the whole thing was like a gun commercial Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) kind of bizarre i agree Um, i agree with you i think it's i I think it's beautiful to look at it's way too heavy guns for me but the because he uses any weapons like we see in this episode yeah i i I do think it was fun the way they made uh, fun is like not probably the right word but it was neat the way that they made the the punisher um skull face out of the guns mm-hmm. like that they all came together at the end but i was just like well i'm glad they did that they did something with the guns because like otherwise it was just twirling the gun around and <laughs> <laughs> going look how like, pretty it was, yeah, yeah it was just kind of it was kind of a bizarre uh opening so i think i think it does in some ways fit in with the series because the series as we see in the first episode kind of focuses on very much the soldier aspect of frank and things like ptsd and how we treat veterans you know that that kind of thing um but yeah it's 
I, I mean, it's, we, it's we, a little gun heavy. It's me. a little gun heavy, and I mean, we can talk about the fact, obviously, that the um, the panel at, at New York Comic Con was cancelled um, yeah. because it, it took place just after the Las Vegas shooting, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, they should have delayed the release of the show." But it's kind of like if you delay a show like this every time there's some kind of mass shooting, it's never going to be put on air. Sadly, and that's the, that's sad, yeah. but it's true, unfortunately. I've, I've read some reviews of it um, saying that uh, it's ultra-violent and it shouldn't be aired and this kind of thing. It would be interesting to talk about, I think, definitely. Um, but he's he's a difficult character anyway, Frank, because he's he's not a hero. No, know. not at all. Um, um, yeah, I, because anything he does in a lot of ways is self-serving. Yes. Um even when he saves the guy toward the end, I kind of felt like, I don't know, I didn't feel like he did it because he's a good guy. I felt like he did it out of some internal obligation, like he had to because he was, because he used to be military, like, mm-hmm. and that's just ingrained in him or something. Like, I didn't feel like he did it because he wanted to save this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it. So I don't, I'm not watching this as someone who wants to root for Frank or the Punisher. Like, I mm-hmm. I feel bad for him because of his backstory, but you know what? A lot of people have shitty lives, so. Yeah. I well, we can compare it to, like, the rest of... The, we can compare him to the rest of the Defender characters, you know, who've all had yeah. shitty lives. Um, yeah. You know, like, like, Danny lost his entire family as well. Yeah. And he just yeah. went and meditated a bit. <laughs> and he became a puppy. I mean, so yeah, he why the can't human Frank puppy. become a puppy? A puppy? Like, be... Yeah. My, uh, my my friend Vicky was like, oh, someone just needs to give him some like essential oils and <laughs> a massage or something. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I think it goes a little deeper than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> but it's, it's definitely something that would be interesting to talk about because – you do go back and forth on the character and it's something yeah. I remember I discussed when um, they they said they were going to do a Punisher series. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that as, cause as you know, for the character I do, I will however now say, I think John Bernthal is incredible in this series. Oh, he's so, I mean, just going back to that opening scene where he's playing the guitar and it's his, him and his daughter versus him by himself. <laughs> like, you could see like how much this has just affected him, whether he had become the Punisher or not, just him losing his family. Like he's going crazy. He's, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's got some mental instability to say. Yeah. Least. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And it just made me so sad and I'm okay. Not thinking he's a good guy and feeling bad for him. That, yeah. Those are, Two things I feel, and they're both true. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. Uh, we get, as well, um, when we go forward like six months, mm-hmm. uh, we get one of my favorite things in the Marvel series, which is Sad Beard. Um, oh, this yes. is major like Sad that. Beard going on. You know I love it when like Matt Murdock has Sad Beard. and Yeah. You know. um, so we have... I don't know Frank's how sad... I felt about Sad Hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, okay. I, spoilers for the future of The Punisher. The series. I will tell you the moment where we get peak John Burnham hair. Because we see his hair grow a bit, and there's a bit where I'm like, that. That is where his hair looks the best. It's not too long, it's not too short, it's just perfect. It's like Goldilocks of hair. I love it. 
Oh my god. It's like his his hair looked like it was like a, a Vidal Sassoon commercial. It's like, <laughs> like I just needed him to whip it around. You mean around it's like Steve bit. Harrington out of Stranger Things? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So crazy. Amazing. Um, another one of the things I love from these, from the Marvel shows in general, um, we get in this scene, like whenever they're doing the work in the. Uh, in the builder's place in the background you can see new york and i love that you can see the city yeah. skyline you can see empire state building i oh i love that so much in these i mean i i still wish we had avengers tower that would be great but yeah. i just love that it's in new york it's actually filmed there you can feel the city it just it just makes it feel so true to me rather than yeah, they filmed in toronto or they filmed in atlanta and that's pretending to be new york it's like no you can tell it's new york i love it and I, I think from an actor standpoint, it's got to be easier to jump into a character that's from there being surrounded and in that environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, so, okay, let's talk about his work environment here. Okay. <laughs> so, well, can I ask you a question? First? Sure. Who do you think loves their hammer more, Thor or Frank Castle? <laughs> well, I think Thor loves his hammer. <laughs> I think it's necess- It's a necessity for... for uh, I think right. Frank's hammer is an extension of his rage. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's at some construction site where I guess Frank's only job is to, like, <laughs> take things down? Yeah. Because that's all we ever see him doing. And we don't see things being built, but they do have a cement machine, so... They could build things. I I just was very unsure. Like I was just thinking, I hope those aren't all supporting walls, Frank. And he's just going around <laughs> one floor in a circle, <laughs> knocking down the supporting walls, and then it just falls yeah. a story. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's so, what he likes doing. Uh, maybe. Um. And then we meet what <laughs> what Claire and I were, t- were we were trying to figure out the names of these guys. Oh yeah, I've got um, the names. Uh, Leo, Lance, Paulie. Skag and Donnie. And so I was saying they're kind of like the Backstreet Boys <laughs> or New Kid on the Block. Like, they're. they're yeah, because there's a Donnie and New Kids on the Block, isn't there? Yeah. These are like the, been a the, the, very, the very. The very. The very. right? <laughs> I think Lance is in NSYNC, isn't he? Oh, yeah. They're all the same, right? Yeah. They're all the same. Um, so, yeah, I just think they're like the. The construction boy band. <laughs> so, yeah, they're they're not good guys. These guys. No, I I don't think they're as bad as Frank, but uh, they're not good guys. I don't. Yeah, but, but I mean, they're bullies. You know, they just start picking yeah. on Frank because he doesn't talk, and they assume like he's. You <laughs> know, they think he's he's got something mentally wrong with him, so they pick on him. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I wouldn't want to talk to these guys. No. And if I was eating my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'd want to sit at the top of the building too and get some peace. I'd probably yeah. be sitting up there listening to a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I would do that because, like, I'd be so afraid of falling. <laughs> Just um, yeah. So they're they're bullies, and we find out that they're into like, uh, well, the one main guy. I think that's Lance. Yeah. So Lance has um, borrowed money from. The new cheese, the new cheese. Yeah, not the gnocchis because gnocchis are delicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but that's what I thought of when they said his name. I was that like, would be amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, the new cheese. And he needs to pay them back because otherwise they'll kill him. I don't, we don't know what he borrowed the money for, right? He just like, I don't know what he did with it. I, um, I just imagined it was for like, maybe, you know, it was a gambling thing or it was yeah, drink or something. I don't know. So we, we find out they like to drink. Yeah, they like to drink, and Polly's cousin, I think it was Polly's cousin, yeah. is the one who, like, knows where the Nucci's hold some card game that they yeah. play. Yeah, so it's like Black a high-stake <laughs> game, Poker? isn't it? I, I, I don't know, they're all the same to me, I don't know. If you're listening to this for any kind of gaming facts, <laughs> this is not the podcast for you. My gaming knowledge is um, about as good as my knowledge of sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is also not a sports podcast. No. Um, but yeah, so they, he knows where the poker game's being held, and they're going to steal money from the Nucci's to give it right back to him as payment, which I did think was funny. I think that's funny. I think it's quite industrious of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what they're going to do is they get Donnie, the new guy, to go with them. Well, they get him to go with them because, um, oh, what's his name? The one I can't remember. Skag. Uh, Skag. Uh, no, his name's not Skag. It's Scott. What Scott. is Skag? Oh, Scott. Skag's a character from uh, uh, Quantum Leap, I think. Uh, Scott, um, like, like basically chops his arm off because he drops like this giant metal thing on it. I was like, ah! Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. And that's why they're like, oh, well he can't come along. So we're going to get the new guy who goes with them. Mate, look, Frank, moral of the week yeah. for Frank Castle. <laughs> Maybe if you'd been nicer to Donnie and taken him under your wing, he wouldn't have gone with these guys. Yep. Yeah, because Donnie was just looking for friends. Yeah, which he I gave him half his sandwich. Strange. Yeah, from that his grandmother made him. I know, and that looked like a good sandwich. Yeah. Um. All right. So Donnie. So Donnie. Uh, he, he's all over the place. Okay. So he's like just trying to be friends with whoever. So he tries to be friends with Frank and gives him half the sandwich after um, the construction boy band had squished Frank's sandwich. Yes! Because <laughs> they're assholes. Oh, they're such assholes. Um, but uh, Frank's not having it. <laughs> At all. Yeah, he doesn't want exactly. to... He takes the sandwich because he's hungry, but he doesn't... I think also, he that sandwich him. looked a thousand times better than his sandwich that he oh, yeah. had. <laughs> like, his sandwich looked like a sad little squashed sandwich, even before it was properly squashed. Yeah, so do we know why Donnie has no actual friends? Because it seemed like he moved with his grandmother when he was, like, 12 or something, so... I think it's just because he's new, now. isn't he? I mean, or he's new to... Well, he's, he, to he, he probably friends. has friends, but he I think he's new to working on that yeah. site. So he hasn't made friends there yet. Well, he just wants to be to loved. Just, just work. <laughs> just do <laughs> your job. Exactly. Look, this is um, the rule. You yeah. don't have to be friends with people you work with. That's not the No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, you can be. That's fine. But that's a there's bonus. No, there's no rule saying you have to. Oh. Um, we, we find out that Donnie also has a sad story, that his parents were hit by a car. Yeah, because they <laughs> kind of bond. Died. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of bond, like, over the fact that, that Frank was a Marine and yeah. uh, Donnie's dad was a Marine, but he wasn't uh, killed while he was a Marine. He, um, they were killed in like a hit and run. 
Um, so they kind of bond over that. But then later on, that's when Donnie's like, when um, the guy hurts his arm, Donnie's like, hey, you um, you must know first aid. Help this guy out. And he's, Frank's yeah. like, uh, no, squash my sandwich. He <laughs> 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 told you that's Frank Castle. <laughs> Not a good guy. Not a good guy. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a very, like, so he's an eye for an eye kind of guy. <laughs> well, he definitely is later when he shoots oh, that yeah. guy's eye out <laughs> later on. <laughs> yeah, you squash my sandwich, I don't help you save your arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right? But then, oh yeah, I mean, he uh, but he, he does obviously save Donnie later because yes. Donnie, Do- I mean, Donnie is a rubbish no <laughs> armed robber oh my god okay so we knew something bad was gonna happen so they go to rob the new cheese <laughs> okay and also can i say about the new cheese the head yeah. new cheese tony yeah i was getting real <laughs> um uh uh a terry o'quinn vibes from him i don't know why oh, yeah he's making me think of mr mr terrence o- terrence of quinn who we love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, yeah, so you were yeah, going to so say, Tammy. So they they go in. Oh no, that's okay. They go into uh, Rob the New Cheese, and Donnie is like a mess. <laughs> but yes, he did agree to go with them without knowing what what they were going to do. Yes, exactly. I mean, he knew it was illegal. If I was going to go and do something illegal, I wouldn't take my my driver's license with me. No. That just seems silly. But he said he wanted to take it in case they got stopped. He would have his ID on him. I'm like, no, that's not what you, you don't want them to know who you are. Yeah. You would just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot my ID. And take whatever punishment you get for that. Yeah. You know, like if you're stopped randomly by a cop or whatever, I would take whatever punishment you got for that rather than I'm robbing this (laughs) giant mafioso (laughs) family and they see my uh my id no donnie no <laughs> yeah and oh it's just so funny because i i just thought like okay they're in a car it's not like they walk there he could have just left his wallet in the car like it's uh, yeah. that way he, he later on would still have his id on him if he was so concerned about <laughs> it <laughs> he also um gets the bag stuck on the guy's um oh. chair and drops all the money <laughs> Donnie. And he takes forever to even put the money in the bag. Yes. <laughs> oh. It's like you just take your arm across the table and you... I've yes. seen it in other Sweep movies. Sweep it all right? in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Movies, Tammy. Have you seen it in movies? <laughs> well, it's not like I've swept a bunch of money in a bag. I wish I had that kind of money to sweep the bag, but no. When you were so, all yes, those high-stakes poker games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... He completely messes up, but the punishment they're gonna, these guys are gonna do to him is so harsh. I kind, of, I kind of like that they go with this because it's very like old school mafia, you know, gangster like, you know, cement shoes I, type punishment. I like that he calls him Donald too. <laughs> oh, that well, we'll get to quotes. That might yeah, be my yeah. favorite quote. <laughs> so, I mean, we're covering Frank at the moment and these guys, so we should probably. Yeah. I mean, also, they make him pay for all the drinks. They make Donnie pay for all the drinks, which is like $300 or something, which is insane. Yeah, it just depends on what they're drinking. But, like, why has he got that much cash on him? Yeah, he pays in cash. I don't know. Yeah. Why? I mean, like, at that point, if I were Lance, I would have just, like, (laughs) I would have just, like, uh, 
tried to rob Donnie. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> he well, obviously loads has of money. like all the money. Yeah, yeah, can't be that poor if you can if you can drop three hundred <laughs> quid on drinks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so obviously um, Frank sees the guys arrive back at the building site after uh, the robbery goes wrong, and they're going yeah. to uh, put uh, Donnie in this thing of cement and fill it up. Oh, yeah. what a horrible death. Yeah. Drowning in cement. Oh, yeah. I did think it was, like, super smart because, like, the one guy kept wanting to shoot Donnie, but the Lance was just like, no, we can't have any bullets. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like, even though they were going to put him in cement, it's like they didn't want to shoot him because eventually if they found him, they could trace the gun back to him. Yeah. I was just like, why not just get rid of the gun? But okay. (laughs) It also looks way more suspicious because, I mean, they Mm -hmm. could kind of... If he falls in the cement so thing, they could in, kind of yeah. go, oh, he fell in and nobody noticed. You know. <laughs> do, 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 do. I mean, it's stupid. but for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, obviously with bullets, it looks really suspicious. So, um, yeah, so Frank overhears them, and this is when he confronts them. Yeah. And, and what did you think of the song here as well? Because we get Tom Waits' Hell Broke Loose playing, which is a song I like. I like Tom Waits. I didn't really think it necessarily went with the scene. Um, you know, I was just focused on Frank, like, just terribly injuring these guys. And I really couldn't even watch much of it. Uh, I had to shut my eyes. Yeah. Well, this is, I have seen it twice. So I was kind of focused on the song this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, brutal. I, I that they were, yeah, it was terrible. It was, uh, it was I, I just, I'm like, I, I don't know if I was made for this show. <laughs> it was, it was rough. It Tammy, was rough. this show might break you by the end. I'm sorry. Uh, it might. Um, yeah, I, I, there was a lot that I was just like, and I got to close my eyes and like hit something because I'm so freaked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, like he even like chases after Paulie when Paulie goes to yeah. run and shoots him in the car. I like the way he just tosses them in the cement mixer after because like oh, Donnie's yeah. freaking out even more. He's like, ah! yeah, I mean, cause you just assume, okay, well now we're all going to die in here. I mean, like why would he think that Frank would get him out? Well, he wouldn't even have known it was Frank, right? No, he probably doesn't know who it is. Yeah. He probably doesn't even know who saved him. No, mm. it just because what was it? Frank left a note on a bag. Yeah, that was telling holding to leave town. Leave town. Yeah, and I thought that was very quick too because I swear they were like on the second story or something. And I'm like, how did Frank get down there, write a note, <laughs> leave the bag, and drive away? It just all seemed so fast that I was <laughs> like, he's like. Is he also the Flash? What's happening? He might. He might be the Flash. I like to think he's he... Marvel crossover. <laughs> I like to think he swung down on a rope, like wee. <laughs> <laughs> or he had one of Daredevil's spare Billy clubs, and he used that <laughs> to swing down. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was insane. And then, yeah, Frank. Also, you know, like when uh, he was talking earlier to Lance, and Lance says yes. something to him like, "I'm going to stick this." Uh, hammer up your butt or whatever yeah. he says yeah. when frank's like i'm gonna find somewhere to put this hammer i was like is he gonna stick it up his butt i really thought he was going <laughs> but he doesn't he just kind of beats him to death with it but i was really like does he stick it up his ass like yeah yeah i wasn't That's sure a... <laughs> i'm glad that he didn't I... <laughs> I don't know how much of that i could have taken 
Jones. Yeah. yeah, him like beating everyone in the face with this hammer was just yeah was harsh. The um the gunshot as well when he shot um Tony with like his own gun. Yeah. That was really well <gasps> done. The effects was great. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he goes <laughs> and murders all the Nucci's, all of them. Yeah, every single one, and leaves Tony there. So I guess if the cops were to come, it just look well. I assume at some point they'll show up. Um, that does. Will it look like a murder suicide then? Uh, I guess it looks like they all turned on each other because it's. Yeah. Did he even use his? I don't even think he used his own gun. Like, Frank, I don't think he took a gun. No. I think he just got them all to shoot each other or just beat them. So it will probably look like they all turned yeah. on each other, particularly if it was still set up after the poker game. Maybe the police will just think um, Yeah, and if there's no money there or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they thought stole someone it. stole it. Yeah, or someone set up a robbery or something. Yeah, something. So um, that was clever, yeah, I mean, Frank. Yeah, and I... I <laughs> Well, I'm not okay with Frank killing everybody. Yes, I did think it was really cool that he made the guy shoot himself. <laughs> I was, it was so quick. Like, it all went so, like, fast. Yeah. It was done so well. Um, very intense. <laughs> I'm well, like, also, it's like Frank talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Frank doesn't, like, wait around. He's not there to, like, in, really no. intimidate people. He's nope. just like, no, I'm going to kill you. Bang. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> you know. I, I do love that about him because I hate when we get, like, I, evil people or good people just like talking their way out of stuff it's like alright yeah. no one's gonna do that they're just gonna like if you're gonna go kill somebody you're just gonna go kill somebody right like I, I mean I don't yeah. know I'm not killed somebody I mean that's how <laughs> I do it I mean, I mean. <laughs> I, that's why I'm asking you Claire <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah that's what Frank does he just it's very fast he just goes he gets it done mm. and he's out well he's not he, yeah, and he doesn't do really intimidation tactics because no. That's more like Daredevil's thing, but Daredevil's not killing people. He's yeah. intimidating them to get information, usually, because he's doing he's, a case. You know. He's just injuring them until they want to die. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> dro- he's not killing them. He's just dropping uh, fire hydrants on their heads. I mean, come on. He's cuddly that way. <laughs> Never forget, Daredevil dropped a fire extinguisher, sorry, on someone's head. I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. Well, actually, yeah. we know he's dead because he, he did die later in the series of Daredevil. Anyway, <laughs> so that was the last we saw of, of Frank was just taking out all the Nucci's. Yeah. Um, so uh, we should probably talk about our other kind of... Well, we get another yeah. two... Three... We get another three characters. Yeah. yeah, that's almost like a... I mean, to me, it felt like in the first episode, a side story that I'm like, well, this side story, I'm sure, is going to become part of the main story but right now i just feel like who are these people why do i care oh do you mean about dina madonna yeah i yeah, always remember dina. madonna because i think of madonna and then i add an eye on the end <laughs> adorable <laughs> uh yeah so it's dina and then um what is it is it a new partner no sam, sam stein. yeah yeah sam stein and then her mom, Farah. Yes, who I love, the actress who plays Farah. Shura Ag- great. Ag- What's her name? Shura Ag- Agadashlu? Ag- I'm, yeah, sure, I'm murdering the surname. Shura Ag- Agadashlu. I can't say it. She, I love her so much. I love her. Yeah. If you've not seen her in House of Sand and Fog, oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Like, yeah. wherever she's in, she's always amazing. I love her. She's so calm. It was yes. great. Like, yeah. the way she, she presents herself. And I love her voice and her accent. Mm-hmm. I just oh, I, I just think she's great. I've always loved her as an actress. 
Um, but yeah, we find out like Dina's come back from Afghanistan. She's been back a few months because her she had a partner who was like the kind of inside man in Afghanistan, you know, and she got him to trust um, to trust the agency because she works for ICE. What does ICE stand yeah. for? Is it internal something? I'm sure it stands for something. Yeah. I'm sure it stands for something. I'll look it up. I know they work with, like, the CIA and stuff. I don't know what it stands for. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. Oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. Because um, they were investigating soldiers in Kandahar um, that were smuggling heroin. And they mentioned Kandahar, which we heard, obviously, before in um, Daredevil Season 2. And we also yeah. get a mention, she mentions that she's looking into uh, Schoonover and Frank Castle. And Schoonover was Clancy Brown in Daredevil Season 2, who we uh, we met because Frank was kind of tracking him down because he believed he was responsible for the hit on um, on Frank's family. So I like that this all yeah. t- sort of ties in directly with Frank's story and that. But yeah. she left Afghanistan, or she got called back from Afghanistan because her partner, Ahmed, was... Um, was killed was taken from his so house sad. killed yeah. yeah like taken from his family house and they called her back um to the u.s and have um sort of and she feels like it's because she was getting too close to whatever the story was and yeah. she's now been paired with this guy sam stein as her new partner who is also kind of a you know is being punished as well sort yeah, of I was obviously say, done take the, wanting... of the, the big wigs yeah, I'm wanting to know why Sam is also being punished. Mm. I like Sam. Um, I like him. I feel like he's kind of supposed to be the comedy relief, the comedic relief, um, which is fine. I think you need someone who's a little lighthearted in the show. Yes. Anything, anything. <laughs> just anything. Um, just some comic relief, please. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I thought he was, uh, or both of them, played well with each other i thought she was a little wordy i was like oh this is like exposition episode for her there's a lot of exposition yeah because she has to be like and this is what i've been doing for the last how many years and this is why i'm important to this show and this is what we're gonna do going forward it's like all right i really really like her i mean obviously she is gonna be in future episodes i did a tweet saying I love that there's another strong female character in the Marvel shows, and now I want there to be a spin-off, and it's just like uh, um, uh, Madonna and Misty and Karen and Colleen and Claire, and I'm missing someone. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, 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 Jessica. Uh, being bad oh, together. I was going to say, I didn't know if you would count And Trish. Just oh, Trish. There we go. Defenders. Well, Trish, yeah, can, Trish. Trish can be in it and they can have their own defenders. Yeah. 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 That would be awesome. Just being badasses. Yeah. Um, and you can you can have Dina's mum in it as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I really liked, because after all the exposition, I didn't know how to feel about her because I was just like, I, you know, I couldn't get a sense of who she was. I just yeah. heard what she was doing. Yeah. Because it's like, all right. And she's supposed to be the tough one, you know? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, but then seeing, I thought it was smart to have a scene with her and her mom. Yes. Yeah, you get more uh, of an idea. It, uh, yeah, and it softened her mm-hmm. and made her a little bo- bit more human and yeah. relatable. Um, yeah, and her mom was excellent. 
And I like that her mom was, like, trying to kind of, like, figure her out, but not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Psychoanalyzer, but, think... but not psychoanalyzer. Yeah, but it's like, I guess that's probably, like, all moms. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from my mom, who's like, oh, it's such a shame that my one grandson is never going to have cousins. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Still not having babies. Yeah, that's not... It only makes you look bad. Like, that's not... Exactly. (laughs) It's not going to change what I'm doing. I'm going to change my mind, mother. (laughs) Um, What did you think about the scene with Wolf? Because obviously we meet this other character, Wolf. Who is... Which one is? He is the guy. He's like the head. Because she... Oh, sort of yes. um, stands up to him, and I mean, he is—he is awful. He's like sexist, and I mean, oh, he's yeah. gross. He's like just talking about her ass and her tits, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and he's racist. He's like she says. He's like she's like, wow, that was racist and sexist and everything in one go. Yeah, um, I didn't care for him. I don't think we're supposed to. So that was okay. Um, I don't think he'll come around. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think she's going to be able to prove herself and she must have proven herself in the past because it seems like she's a really good agent, but she Mm. is being punished, being put with uh, Sam. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think he'll ever let her be good enough. Tammy, never forget, never forget the story of Ward Ward Meacham. He was an (laughs) asshole at first and now he's the love of our life. Now he's a lovable asshole. Now we love him. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know about Wolf. Uh, he's already said a lot of things that I'm just like, mm. no. <laughs> if, if he if he accidentally dies to hands of Frank, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's not really much about with with Dina in this episode. Um, kind of doing her story forward, apart from she's looking into Schoonover and um, Schoonover, 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 and uh, Frank Castle. Which is interesting. Which I, yeah, I thought was interesting too, since at this point, everyone thinks Frank is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going on from everyone thinks Frank is dead, we find one person, well actually there's two people who who know that Frank isn't, but we meet one person who knows that Frank isn't dead. Well, he says Frank Castle's dead, but Pete Castiglione is alive, and yeah. it's Curtis. Um, so we meet his friend Curtis, who runs a support group. And Frank yeah. kind of just goes and looks at it and doesn't actually take part. <laughs> He's just a big old creeper in the, in yeah. the hallway. <laughs> He's a creeper. He's like shades out of uh, Luke Cage. He's creeping around. <laughs> but he tells the oh, story. Shades. Oh, I can't wait for Shades. Shades better be in season two. Oh, I love him. <laughs> just the way he just creeps around after everyone. <laughs> he just walks out of a shadow. Yeah. Like, How are you? Love him. <laughs> um... So Curtis does this like story to his support group about <laughs> digging yourself deeper into a hole and but maybe like I guess another soldier who's been in that position can help get you out of there. I guess I was so confused by that story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what hole? What's, What's happening? Hole? Are we <laughs> like this seems like a very bad story. <laughs> yeah. You're just at the bottom of the hole taking tablets? Okay. It seems bad. <laughs> Yeah, as yeah, so I guess yeah, yeah, you dig yourself into like a hole, I guess, of depression, <laughs> and you yeah. can't get out of it. And someone else can like help you get out, but sometimes you go back in that hole and you're stuck there. Like <laughs> I, I don't like, know, <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, Look, if anyone of our listeners understand the whole the whole story of the whole, let's know because <laughs> I don't understand yeah. it either. It was like that that story went in circles, and I didn't know where I was supposed to follow. <laughs> it's like, I don't, um, um, your favorite character is in this scene, who states that the uh, the current perse- persecuted minority in the USA is the Christian American, <laughs> Mister O'Connor. Your new favorite character, Tammy, right? Yeah. I was like, shut up. Uh, uh, you know what, though? Isaac, who was, like, was not much better, who apparently just talks about his yeah. going to strip clubs or something. I'm like, God, these men are terrible. <laughs> what kind of support group is this? I know. But also, like, O'Connor's going on about how... It's these, it's these liberals. They won't let us have our guns, oh, and yeah. it's just well, like, yeah, of oh. course. It, yeah, it's you know. so like on the nose. It's like, yeah, oh. it's so like going on with current events, and it's there's a there's a few things that are clearly commenting on current events, which I like in my shows. I like that they you know uh, encourage discussion, but I was just a bit like, okay, show, okay, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh. So I. I mean, obviously, you can't tell me, but I, I don't, I'm not really interested in that support group, so I hope we're not there too often. I mean, I don't, I don't mind, like, the, his friend, um, was it Curtis? Curtis, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind him, and I don't mind, like, if he visits Frank somewhere and they have coffee together. I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend time in this support group. I like that he threatens to kick Frank's ass, and then yes. Frank lose what? to a one-legged man. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, um and and so they were in combat together, so it'll be interesting if we hear more about like Curtis's experiences versus Frank's because obviously they are like in two different places. Yeah, yeah. Coming back. Yeah, they've they they've gone on very different paths in life. <laughs> <laughs> but Curtis and so Curtis knows everything that Frank does then because like, at least with following up and killing all the people that hurt his family, because mm. Curtis mentioned something like, oh, well, if you would have needed my help, I would have been there. And Maybe like, he, he, he he was... Curtis helped him track them down, like, originally, yeah. like, season two. I don't know. So it's like, maybe Curtis isn't such a good guy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's just more jovial about it. So he, he seems like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> we get this other guy, this young guy in... Um, in uh, the group called Lewis yeah. as well, who I don't know if you thought this, but for most of the series, when I watch, I, 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 I thought, cause he like pops up a couple of times. Um, but I thought he was played by the guy from Bates motel that plays Dylan. Do you know the guy? Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, for some no, reason I, I just was getting him confused with him, but, uh, he, um, quotes, uh, six Semper Tyrannis. Uh, and I was like, oh, I know that. Because I, I know that's Latin, obviously. I think it's a, a military thing. I, th- I don't know. But I know that Probably. because I've listened to the musical Assassins by Stephen Sondheim. And that is what <laughs> I think, I believe, I'm very cultured. I believe that's what John Wilkes Booth shouted after he shot Lincoln. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I know I know that from a musical. Yay me. Not, obviously <laughs> not because I speak Latin or anything. <laughs> Actually useful. Yeah, but uh, that's that little scene. And then we meet, like, one more person, don't we, at the end of the episode? Uh, oh, yes. Um, now, did you have your subtitles on, Tammy? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so you do you know this character's name? 
Um, that's Micro. That's the guy. That's that, Micro. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not what I expected Micro to look like. He looked like a Shaggy. He looked like Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in <laughs> the uh, in Punisher Warzone movie, he Micro looked like uh, Wayne Knight. So yeah, this is quite a different look. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, he's apparently he has been looking for Frank, I guess, or keeping an eye out for Frank or something. Yeah, he's got cameras everywhere, which is frightening. Um, or at least can like log into cameras from over. It was just kind of like, how did you know to look for Frank there? Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll find out more next week. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I like that they end the episode with him though, because it's kind of like, what? What's happening? Yeah. And it's also, yeah. it says, welcome back, Frank, and it's kind of welcoming Frank for his own series. Yep. And, yeah, not Pete Cantaloni, or whatever it is. Cantaloni. 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 Frank. Not Pete Cantaloni. <laughs> oh, Pete Cantaloni. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the yeah. episode. Have you got any other things you wanted to mention about uh, it? Just that I really enjoyed more of the quiet moments that we got with Frank. Like, um, yeah, it was 3 a.m. because he woke up every morning at 3 a.m. because he was having these terrible nightmares of, like, God, that one where his wife gets shot in front of him. Well, they kind of develop, don't they? Because at first it's like her, he, it's just her saying hey to him when he's asleep. Yeah. And then the next one, she wakes him up. And then in the next one, she wakes him up and she gets up and then she's shot in the head. And it's like, ah! Yeah, I, ju- I jumped out of my skin at that when I watched it. I really yeah, made me jump. Um, and I, I like the little, t- like, he just has nothing. Like, mm. he has nothing. He has books he reads. So that's good for him. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you can read for him. Yeah, I'm glad he's a reader. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it just, it, it made me um, feel bad for him. Like, just so, I, I was just so sad and, you know. Um, I like that that was part of this this introduction to the show. So even if you had not seen Daredevil, you you get a sense in this episode that he has had a terrible past and so mm-hmm. you can sympathize with him. But he's also not necessarily a good guy because it goes right into him killing people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I, I, seeking revenge. Yeah, and I'd be interested to see how many, you know, to sort of know how many people watch this who haven't seen um daredevil season two you know going straight into this yeah yeah because I, I bet people will you know um right well that was the episode yeah episode one that was an episode now tammy are you are you hungry yes so, would you like some easter eggs from this episode yes <laughs> <laughs> uh some nice chocolate easter eggs well, um, as always, I get these from Den of Geek. Den of Geek are awesome. They make a list of all the Easter eggs at each, each episode. Thank you, Den of Geek. You do my work for me. Also, I don't know a ton about the Punisher. Like, you know, I don't know him that in depth. My kind of knowledge is Jessica Jones and mainly Daredevil. So uh, it saves me having to read all the Punisher back catalogs to do this. <laughs> so the um, uh, first one I have is Frank's trademark uh, battle van which is what it's called uh appears at the start when he's mowing the dogs of hell over and that is from like the sort of 90s era punisher comics okay. so fans have been waiting for his battle van to appear um and in the comics as well it was revealed at one point that frank's family came over from sicily and um the family name was castiglione 
And then when they uh, came to America, the Americanized version of that was Carson. Oh. So okay. he was Frank Castiglione, where he would have been. Um, we get the Dogs of Hell biker gang appear, who've obviously appeared in the Marvel Netflix shows before and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, character of Curtis, Curtis Hoyle, uh, appeared in the Punisher issue number one by Mark uh, Mike Barron sorry, and Klaus Janssen in 1987, but is not the nice guy we meet here. So I'm guessing he's a villain oh. or something. Um, that was the uh, Punisher issue one. That was the when the Punisher got his own run, because I think he originally appeared, he first appeared in Spider-Man as a villain, I think. Um, Micro at the end says, welcome back, Frank, which is the name of a popular uh, storyline uh, uh, of, um, yeah, welcome back, Frank. Um, and lastly, the book Frank was reading was Moby Dick which is also a story about a guy seeking revenge. <laughs> so <laughs> they actually it's his say, favorite. <laughs> it's his favorite. They actually say on Den of Geek, if you, if the sledgehammer wasn't subtle enough for you, <laughs> something. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also, we do get another kind of funny um, book that someone's reading later in the series, like the book they oh, picked. Okay. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, those were your Easter eggs, Tammy. Nom, nom, nom. Nice, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate them. Uh, do you have any favorite quotes from this episode, Tammy? Oh, okay. I, you know, I didn't write down a lot of quotes. Let me go through my notes. I didn't get that many. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm looking through my notes. One of my notes was, Stein is comedic relief. Dies by ninth episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are we going to put that down as a prediction? I think so. <laughs> Tammy predicts Sam dies by F9, okay? I'm going to put it down as an official prediction. Uh, uh, cool. I have the quotes. Okay. I got a family of my own. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that one kind of made me laugh. Oh, I feel like I wrote one down, but I wrote it down and it looks like a note. So I'm like... I know. I find it hard. Oh, I wrote one which is, Frank says is, happy's a kick in the balls waiting to happen. <laughs> I was like, Frank, as Monty Python says, always look on the bright side of life. Come on. Uh, oh. And I appreciated... No, I oh, go on, go on, go on. No, I was going to say, I don't think I have anything. And there wasn't like anything that I could look up quickly that I was like, oh, there's, there's the list of quotes for this episode i you know it's not a not quite heavy happy fun yeah it's not yeah. really happy fun time and frank is pretty silent most of the time yeah so i don't think we're gonna get a lot of things from him i have a another note i've just seen and then i've got another quote um one note is when lance says no bullets i wrote in my notes that's the only time you're gonna hear that in this show because <laughs> <laughs> whenever they want to shoot some bullets they do in this show yeah, um, the the quote of Sam's that I appreciated because I also don't like it when people tell me what I should I should think you know of stuff yeah is um, uh, Madonna says yeah that uh, no sorry uh, Madonna says you've got to earn my trust first and Sam says yeah that's what I got to do your approval immediately being the most important thing in my life <laughs> and I was like yeah. next time I have someone like some guy say to me. I don't really like what you're wearing today. That's what I'm going to reply with. Yeah, Um, because I woke up this morning and immediately was like, how can I please you? (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so I found one. Okay. Uh, which was when uh, Donnie was being talked into uh, going out with Lance and the guys to do this, <laughs> the illegal act, whatever <laughs> it was that Donnie was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> they basically talk him into it by calling him chicken. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah. And he says, hey, man, I got plenty of balls. <laughs> oh, boy, Donnie. <laughs> Mm, you're Donnie. the you're terrible, <laughs> <laughs> Donnie. He's just so like, oh, Donnie, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Do you think we'll see Donnie again? Um, <laughs> or does he leave town? I would think we get him for at least a few more episodes. I don't think I can't see him lasting the whole season. I hope not. Uh, but I <laughs> uh, but I I would think we'll see him. At least one more time. At least one more time. Okay. He's he's so stupid. Like, why would you not? I mean, you don't know that. Well, you don't know that Frank saved you. You don't know that Frank went and killed all these guys. That would have been the only thing that would have, you know, the only people that would have killed you. So you don't know that you don't now. take your driving license to an armed robbery. Well, I mean, God, I hope he learned his lesson now. <laughs> <laughs> For his next one. <laughs> So I would yeah. think he would leave town, but he's not a very bright guy. So. No, not. Yeah, he's it's, not. yeah. It's possible his the whole thing with his dad like might come around too. I think it's a marine. I don't know. What? I don't know about Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, let's do feedback first. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have loads okay. of feedback this week. Thank you so much, guys. We have six. I think one, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's awesome. And um, a couple from new listeners. So I I am very excited by that. I love getting new listeners. Um, I've sent you three voicemails, Tammy. I don't know which one you want to play first. Um, I'm going to play the one from Paul Mackey first. Okay, so cool. Let's see if I can... First time feedback from Paul, I think. So thank you, Paul. Is that how it is? Work construction, and someone's into some manner of dirty dealings and up to their necks with loan sharks to boot. Okay, all I'm saying is they picked a pretty tropey cliche to get Frank back into death dealing. He's finished off apparently every last one of anyone who was in on the Carousel Massacre, but he still needs to knock down walls with a sledgehammer until his hands bleed, trying to keep painful, happy memories at bay. Oh yeah, I nicknamed that Sledgehammer Chekhov in the first act. And Chekhov, as usual, did not disappoint. So I'm going to be trying to watch each week's episodes and send you guys feedback apace with you, Yay. staying as unspoiled as your newbies, especially until I meet up with you later in the season to discuss things on pod. I'm not quite ready to make the call as to whether we can be entertained by a guy whose main claim to fame is shooting people, you know, <laughs> shooting people uh, <laughs> a lot. But so far, the first episode had enough meat in it that it won't just be a chore to work through till we hit Jessica Jones season two. This has been Paul Mackey of Vigicast. Happy hunting. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. And I was going to say, you're entertained by Supernatural, and that's just guys going around shooting ghosts. Right, they are ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and they shoot them with salt instead of bullets, but still. <laughs> and sometimes b- guns filled with salt. I mean, yeah. that's, it's mine exactly. as well. Salt bullets. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Paul uh, has uh, Egypt cast, which is a supernatural um, intro cast. Yep. Uh, supernatural, thank- still going on. Supernatural, it's <laughs> still a thing. 20,000 series in. 
Also, Paul just made me really excited because I just remembered that we're going to get Jessica Jones season two soon. Yes. <laughs> so excited. Um, let's do an email. I'll read one. Okay. Okay. This is from Nutty, previous guest of ours. Uh, this is Frank Castle. Really, so far, they got him. A couple of notes. The sniper shot with the sound first and then the kill. That was good. Almost perfect. Nutty, I'm worried. How do you know so much? <laughs> Whenever Nutty sends feedback, I become more and more scared of her. <laughs> uh, there should have been a shake in the scope from Recall, but I'm thinking that would make a director sad. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, killing me won't bring them back. What does it change if I die? Paraphrasing. Nothing. It doesn't matter if you live or die. And then he kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst group of vet support ever, but I like the leader better than the guy from Captain America. Sorry, not sorry. Were some of those vets actual vets, though? I wouldn't be surprised, especially with the at-the-shoulder amputee. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm guessing she means Falcon in... Um, yeah. Uh, was it Winter Soldier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. Opening credits, the guns making the logo. That was great. So far, one episode in, it gets props for not being exploitative of folks with PTSD. Frank Castle is enjoyable in fiction because when we get frustrated with the world, it's what we wish could happen, but in reality would be horrified with it happening. And most of us, I hope, have too much of a conscience to be okay with it. Nutress. Thank you, Nutty. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We've all wanted to go and kill people in a cement mixer. I, I more want to kill them with my bare hands, though, versus a gun. Yeah. I've never had the idea to kill someone with a gun. It's always been like... I, it's what do they say like crimes of passion yeah that's that's that would be me (laughs) (laughs) if i were to do that i don't do that but if i were (laughs) that's what what you're saying tammy is you would get bitey yeah yeah (laughs) maybe even stabby stabby get a little stabby (laughs) possibly um yeah i mean i i I, I don't get there is like something ingrained in my brain that I just don't get guns but I think it's yeah. it, I mean mostly I think it is a cultural thing because we just don't have guns over here you know like we're surprised if we see there's like if we see police officers like at a big it'll be at a big event where something really bad has happened you know like a bombing and then you might see police officers who are there on site and they are armed you know something like that um, yeah. But you don't just see police officers wandering around with guns. You don't just see people wandering around with guns. So it's a, it's a, a, a definitely a cultural and social thing as well. In that I'm just like, I it's it's alien to me, you know. Yeah. It's very very strange to me. Um, but we have like much so much knife you know knife problems over here. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't go there then, because then if I got stabby, I would just be part of it. <laughs> I've got to come over here, Tammy. I've got to take you to Chesney World Adventures. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> the uh, uh, the Disney World of London. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's have another voicemail. All right, this one is from Moira. Dr. Moira. hey Defenders Podcast. Moira here. All right, Punisher, episode one under my belt last night. Uh, good to see Frank. Uh, he's got a new, a new alias. Um... But I am sad to see him so tortured still. Even after killing every member of the cartel, he is still completely tortured by the death of his family. And it makes me um, a little bit 
what's the word I'm looking for? I wonder if he's ever going to find any kind of peace of mind. Uh, I know that sounds like a goody two shoes ending that I want for him, but I feel like, all right, Frank, you've done all you can do to try to revenge or avenge their deaths. And yet it's still not enough. You're still having all these terrible, terrible dreams every single night. Um, so I'm hoping that this, this, uh, the series, this season, I mean, will put him on some sort of a positive arc. I hope so. Um, I thought it was nice at the end that, uh, yeah, he couldn't help himself. He just had to help out dumb Donnie. And uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, basically inside, he's he's a good guy. That's that's what I'm choosing to believe. It's brutally violent, though, this uh, this uh, series, at least so far. And I don't mean to sound so naive. I suppose it's called The Punisher. After all, it's probably going to be. But um, maybe a little squeamish, not going to lie. The sound of cracking, bro- bro- breaking bones, it's not my jam so uh however i you know of course i'm going to see where it goes to see what happens so so far you know it drew me in positive uh, i don't know the creepy guys at the end who had them on video um i'm assuming that's a new character is that somebody i'm supposed to know i don't know you can help me out there <laughs> but uh yeah so so far so good and i will be happy to follow along with you nice to have uh the gang back and something to chat about all right till next time take care bye thank you moira you. Like half the gang. We're, half the gang. Oh, we're Canadian less. <laughs> yeah. When you guest uh, later in the series, Maura, you're gonna have to bring the Canadian contingent. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just goes to their house because everyone in Canada is so close. Everyone in Canada knows <laughs> each other, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Maura, you don't have to worry about not knowing the guy at the end, but. As we said earlier, his name is Micro, um, and you may vaguely remember at the end of Daredevil Season 2, after Frank kind of got revenge on everyone, he went back to his house, and he found a disc hidden in a frame that said Micro on it, and he took it, and then he burnt the house down, I think. Didn't he burn the house down? I think he did. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and I... So Moira used the word avenge versus revenge. And mm-hmm. I really, I think Frank seeks revenge. Mm-hmm. He doesn't avenge his family. No. Because he's not just trying to punish the people that did his family wrong. He's punishing everyone that everyone is associated with. Or gets in his way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's to me that he, because I think avenge tends to be put in more of a positive light because you're just trying to, Mm -hmm. as, as one Sam Beckett put right. What once (laughs) (laughs) as a great man, Sam Beckett once did. Um, But (laughs) what if Frank got his own little group of people together who are all, you know, just killing random people, and he created the um, the uh, Revengers. The Revengers, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. What he would do. I mean, it's just he just doesn't work, play well with others. Is the thing. Yeah. So that's that's the only problem with him. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Moira. And yeah, it's yeah. there. There will be a lot, a lot of violence in this show. Yeah. I um, uh, and this isn't a spoiler. There was a uh, a tweet from um, Sarit Klein, who is the makeup artist for uh, some of the other Marvel Netflix shows who I um, I spoke to when we were covering Defenders. And she did a tweet uh, saying something like congratulating her colleagues, you know, on their work in Punisher. And I wrote back and just said, so much fake blood, so much. <laughs> <laughs> and she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Because the fake blood is flowing in this, this series. 
Um, right, should we have another email? Yes, please. I will read an email. Do you have another voicemail I send you? Yep. Oh, yeah, you have one from have Will. One, one left. Oh, yep. I've got two more emails. Okay, cool. Um, so this is from Terry Ann. Now, I have to explain. Terry Ann is an ex neighbor of mine <laughs> oh. who started listening to the podcast a while ago, uh, who is American. Um, because this this will be explained in her first first line, um, but I'm so happy that uh, Terry is finally listening because <laughs> I'm like yay <laughs> and sending feedback because um, she's awesome. She's an awesome lady. So Terry says, "Love the long developmental lead-in. I'm either becoming English or liking more opening character development, or just older and enjoying a slower pace." And then she says, "Timothy Hutton." And I don't know who that is, so I'm assuming he's in this episode. I don't know. Ooh, I like Unless the... she just she just likes to throw out names. <laughs> I like to imagine she just had just thought of him and just put it in the email. Timothy Atten. Um we have to explain I have to I don't know who Timothy Atten is. I'm terrible. Uh ooh, I like Dina and a mum daughter relationship fraught with baggage nice thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) i refuse to believe anyone french kisses in the morning it's time for that tv trip to be retired and then she's done an emoticon of a tv and then a snoring voice (laughs) gun violence seems quite realistic sporadic and all wonder who they consulted with shoots guy in head with guy's own hand wow must go find spotify playlist and then in brackets it has nickelback and then there's like a little faulty face. <laughs> a little pinky face. Breathing. Always like sexy, but they added creepy. Having to physically put down phone not to immediately watch the next one. Terry yeah. <laughs> Do you mean you like the sexy breathing, Terry? The sexy, creepy breathing? I'm confused. <laughs> so Timothy know. Hutton is an actor, but I don't see where he was in this episode. What is he known for? Let's see. I'm looking, looking. American crime. Um, maybe <laughs> he's in something called hashtag horror. Ooh. <laughs> maybe someone, one of the actors in this looks like Timothy Hutton. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know which one. The last Mimsy. Or maybe he was in the background of a scene and just kind of waved <laughs> at the camera and we missed it. Yeah, he, he's not actually in the episode. He just happened to walk by as they were filming. Hey. <laughs> um, also, I think maybe they French kissed in the morning. Only I will I will let this time go because I do agree with Terry that I think that's weird in TV where people wake up and they immediately start French kissing because like morning breath is gross. But <laughs> I think I will let it go this time because, it, I mean, it was a dream. And also... He had just got home from uh, being abroad. So she probably wanted, after he rested, she probably wanted a bit of a snog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I'm not opposed. I'll leave it that. (laughs) Well, it depends who it is as well. I mean, David Tennant's in my bed. I mean. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think he is right now. And that's, you were just referencing. (laughs) Yeah, he's right there. I can see him. Hi, David. Uh, <laughs> David Tennant's in my bed and you're finishing that sentence what? <laughs> oh let's have another voicemail alright uh, so the last voicemail I have is from Will hello this is Will <laughs> I watched the first episode of Punisher and 
I think this is going to be a long 13-episode season. I just wasn't interested in much of anything that happened. Not interested in Frank. Not interested in the two detectives. Not really interested in Donnie, though. He's probably the coolest character, but you kind of see what was going to happen with him. And I was interested in seeing that happen. And I don't know who the main antagonist is. There's something that happened right before the credits that Frank was doing, and I kind of missed it because someone was talking to me. And, but, you know, I couldn't really get the thing to rewind, and then I just didn't care. So maybe it'll, you know, maybe it's nothing that important, but okay. I'll keep watching. Maybe this was an unnecessary series, but I'll keep watching for John Barenthal, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Will's well, intro mean, to that was so happy, and then he just said yeah. sadder and sadder as it went on. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, uh, since I don't think Frank is a good guy, then, like, is there a good guy in this series? I don't, I guess I mean, maybe, um... There- Madani, maybe. Yeah, there is people to root for, I would say. I I do agree. I think that Frank is a better antagonist than protagonist, which is why I liked him in Daredevil. Yeah. And that's why it's the same thing with Elektra. Like when they made an Elektra movie, when Grads, that was a terrible movie. But I was like, no, I think she works better as a antagonist than the protagonist. But I was talking to someone at work about this because we were saying it's, you know, about shows where it's kind of hard to root for the character. Um, But then we spoke about Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, and like by, I mean, but the the difference is he starts off likable and then you're sort of following. I mean, the whole idea of Breaking Bad, like Vince Gilligan has said, was following a character who starts as the antagonist, uh, the protagonist Protagonist. and then becomes the antagonist. Um, Whereas Frank is just... You kind of understand where he's coming from, but I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate him though. I just, no, and and that also could be more John Barenthal because he's amazing. Yes, and he yes. plays it so well. And there are just like subtle things I think he does just with the way he like his facial expressions and some of like just some of his movements. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like the the way he kind of like even just turns his head like when he's listening to the guys um talk about the yeah. uh, robbery and he it, it's almost like he's thinking like okay that's bad but that's not the level that i need to do anything about it yeah you know and, and it's just the way you can see all of these things happening with him even though he's not doing anything except sitting there and drinking his coffee it's yeah i don't know i just think you can always see this stuff going on in his head that's great he's not just waiting for his next line which i always think is good with an actor if you can see what they're you can see them thinking as the character yeah and so i guess maybe and i don't know if maybe that's why i don't hate him Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't hate him as, even as a character at this point, because John Bernthal's acting is so good that, like, I, he can kill a, a million people, and I'm, I'm not that yeah. I'm rooting for him, but I don't hate him. I've I seen the entire Walter series. <laughs> Breaking Bad, yeah. I hate Oh, him. yeah, I hated Walter, because by the end of it, you just, you're, you're rooting for I'm Jesse. Like, just, yeah, and I'm just like, fucking kill him already. Like, just die. <laughs> like, I hated him. So. I, I've seen the entire series, obviously, The Punisher, and I didn't hate frank by by the end of it yeah. i mean i might have hated him at some points through it i'm not gonna give spoilers yeah, of, course, of course um i do think as well that john bernthal brings 
more to the role than is in the writing, which isn't a criticism against the writers or the writing, but he brings so much more to it. Um, yeah. I've and well, I never really what like got into Walking Dead that much. I saw the first season, yeah. but I never paid that much attention to him as an actor in it. I've I, like since he's been Punisher, I've become such a fan of his. Like I honestly, if I hear that he's in a film coming out, I'm like, oh, I want to see that because he's in it. Um, yeah. Not because I think, oh, he's so hot, whatever, you know. But I just think he's such a good actor. I think he he brings a realism to his roles. Yeah. even no matter how i saw um, baby driver again uh the other day and he's he's not in that for very long but i thought he was really great in that as well yeah i just yeah so i uh yeah obviously i'll figure out by the end whether i just like him hate him or i'm feeling like i am now which is i i feel bad for him and he's not a good guy like that's yeah. that's it there's no there's no way for me to reconcile those two things <laughs> <laughs> you'll never be like frank castle yeah he's a stand-up guy <laughs> yeah, never, never. Yeah, he's a revenger, not an avenger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have one last email again from a new a new feedbacker. So thank you so much. It always makes me happy when we get new feedback from new people. Uh, this awesome. is from Jimmy. Uh, it says, "Hey, I'm Jimmy. I thought the first episode was incredible. First, I want to say how beautifully shot this episode was." The way the camera got in close to show the construction workers during that poker game robbery made the scene uber intense. Bernthal's acting was great, of course, but I was really impressed with the actress who plays Dina Madani. I can't say her name unless I say Madonna in my head. Madani. Dina Madani. Oh, and the violence. Man, oh man, was real hardcore. Nice that Frank uses his real last name as an alias and loved the introduction of the Nucci family. This episode was a perfect 10. Thank you, Jimmy. Wow. I think the Nucci's were in the comics, but not in this aspect. I think like that's where the name comes from. So I'm assuming by um, by Jimmy's feedback, he's a, a Punisher fan. So hopefully we that's might get awesome. some more, you know, little yeah. uh, Easter eggs from him. Because that would be cool. Because it saves me yeah, doing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Jimmy. Cool. And that was our feedback for the week. Thank you so much, guys. And now, Tammy, it's time, Tammy. We have to rate this episode. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to throw you under the bus first. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was a, I mean, I have a feeling compared to the rest of the series, it's probably, no, I wouldn't say a week week episode, but I would say it's not going to be like the standout episode. But I thought as an introduction, it worked really well. Um, As a continuation from daredevil season two and also if you've never seen it i thought it was a good introduction to his character um yeah i like i i actually like the fact that frank we don't have to get a lot of talking from him Mm. because apparently every other character in the show wants to tell us everything that's going on (laughs) so uh, that is definitely one of the weak points i think of this episode is like the amount of exposition (laughs) was a little over the top um okay so i give this episode as a first episode i thought it was pretty strong so we'll give it eight out of ten uh id misfortunes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i like this episode as well i definitely don't think it's the strongest i've seen a lot of people say they didn't like the first episode um it, it, it 
it does have a different feel to the rest of the series oh. in some ways. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, we'll obviously be able to talk about that ne- after next week. Uh, I I like that it it does kind of it feels like it fits perfectly in with Daredevil season two, which is really nice. Uh, I think that's the only time we've I mean that's the only way we've really got that between two shows because out of all the series that we've we've had you know before the Defender series I guess the one that this does feel the most like is is Daredevil in some ways um but that makes sense because he wasn't Daredevil uh so I I like it I I love John Bernthal I think he's great I really um like Madani I think she's great um yeah i i'm waiting i'm spending every episode waiting for frank to mention his friend red um obviously meaning daredevil because i am the daredevil fan i need a mention of my beloved daredevil um but not yet i'm gonna keep my ears peeled um but yeah i enjoyed it uh but i will give it a seven out of ten nucci noki <laughs> yum <laughs> it's what they do when they're not doing mafioso stuff (laughs) (laughs) and they're baking (laughs) they're They're cooking and baking (laughs) (laughs) Um, right so that gives it a a 7.5 out of 10 I don't even have to use a calculator to work out the uh, (laughs) the mid score I'm going to start doing crazy. I am going to give it (laughs) (laughs) 7.93. I'll be like, no, Tammy, no. (laughs) Let me get my calculator. (laughs) Um, Right. Well, that was uh, our ratings. So this this week we did episode one. Next week we're going to be covering two episodes. Next uh, Wednesday we'll be recording. So send your feedback for episodes two and three. I'm not going to give you a synopsis for the next two episodes. Oh, no. You know what? Would you like me to give you some synopsis <laughs> for them, Tammy, or wouldn't you? It's up to you. Sure. If they're anything like any of the other synopsis, <laughs> they're going to be uh, super generic. Let me guess. <laughs> the Punisher kills people, and so there's some people that die, and he thinks about his family a lot. <laughs> yeah. The Punisher is broody. Yeah. Dina <laughs> investigates. <laughs> um, well, episode two is called Two Dead Men. And it uh, synopsis is a mysterious phone call forces Frank's hand. Meanwhile, Madonna goes digging for suspects and Curtis delivers a message. <laughs> <laughs> and episode three is called, this is an intriguing title, Tammy, Kandahar. Oh, <laughs> Frank, what that'll be about. <laughs> Frank skips the subtlety while interrogating, inter- interrogating, interrogating micro Brutal memories of top secret missions shed light on Frank's past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this show is going in the direction, I assume. So <laughs> exactly. That sounds about right. So Frank's going to meet up with Micro and uh, yeah, Dina's going to investigate. And there's going to be flashbacks on Frank's past. And, cool. he, yeah, and he, he won't be subtle when he interrogates. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, when has Frank ever been be subtle? subtle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Also, um, and I'm going to mention this for next week. We get mentions, I think, next week that Frank with a beard looks like a hipster. Um, yeah. As uh, me and my friends uh, spoke about, Frank has never looked like a hipster. There is nothing hipster about Frank Castle. No. I can't imagine him sitting drinking like a soya latte or so, uh, uh, avocado latte. Listening to the Fleet Foxes. 
buying a ukulele. He's sitting up there going, I was into PB&J before anyone else. <laughs> before it was cool to be into PB&J. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. So we should uh, plug ourselves, Tammy, because we haven't got oh. any guest plug. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Tammy, I mean, I don't know why I'm saying Tammy, where can people hear you? Because they can hear you the same place they can hear me. Because uh, yeah, exactly. we do another podcast, Tammy, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, we've actually been, <laughs> we've done another two podcasts in the past. Basically, if you really like mine and Tammy's voices, um, you can listen to a lot more of us. Going way back into the past, we recorded Carnicast, which was yep. a podcast about the HBO series Carnival, which is amazing that everyone should watch because it's great. And I made a a big mistake and dressed up every week that never happens again I, <laughs> yes i also made a big mistake and drank every week this was when i used uh, yeah. to drink uh and either drank absinthe or bourbon yeah i'm not doing yeah. that again yeah <laughs> there were mistakes made during the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, it was we were, a lot of fun <laughs> we were learning oh we were feeling our way uh you can also listen to tammy and i on the podcast intro to x um, which is Tammy uh, and and myself and our um, co-host Brad's slow descent into hating the X-Files after covering all however many series there were. How many were there? 10? 11? Uh, uh, 12? 9. 9. Oh. I, can't remember. I can't even remember. Right, because isn't this season coming up 10, right? Yes, that's it. Because yeah. we, we were like, aren't they going to do 13, 10, 13 episodes? Yeah. So it could be 10, yeah. 13? I don't know. Anyway. Well, we covered all of X-Files and we were all new watchers for that. We'd never seen X-Files before. Um. Yeah, <laughs> you can listen to that if you want. If you yeah, and then everyone the got on the hate train with this last yes. season, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you don't, if you really love the X Files and don't like hearing that show criticized, don't listen to it. Just don't. <laughs> um. Then you can also hear us currently on another series called Calavici Fashion Cast. Tammy, tell us about that show. Well, we do still criticize things, but it's fashions <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Mostly fashions um, and also some behaviors because uh, some characters are just slimy sometimes. Which show is it, uh, <laughs> Oh, it is the show Quantum Leap. Yes. It, uh, we cover episode by episode, uh, but we we do talk about the episodes themselves, but we do focus mainly on fashions. And we also judge Sam Beckett for being a rubbish time traveler. <laughs> He's the worst time traveler. I love him. He's the worst time traveler. Yes. He I love calls. Quantum Leap so much. Quantum Leap is like our, our gift to ourselves after X-Files. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we have, um, I think, two more episodes to cover, and then we're on to season four. Yeah, season four and five, where all the wacky episodes start, which is, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, it's great. Love, love Quantum Leap so much. And that's where you can find us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't got anyone to say the name of that. It's Calavici Fashion Cast. Calavici Fashion Cast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just look for Quantum Leap and you'll probably find us, I guess. Oh, no, there Maybe. is a Quantum Leap podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's not us. <laughs> That's not us. <laughs> That's the one that doesn't criticize the fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't have anyone this week to do our usual sign off, which is Excelsior. We'll be making our, our, uh, our guest uh, do the sign off next week, though. So. Yeah. I don't know what we should do as our sign-off this week, Tammy. At at (laughs) gunpoint. We're just going to go, goodbye. Welcome back, Frank. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. 
You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!